You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Welcome back to The Rundown. Desmond Johnson here with you. Rejoined by my Rundown crew, Aaron Gabriel, Brandon uh, Brandon Blakeney, and Hot Rod Funderburg. Wanted to roll out a new segment uh, here. Uh, Now, guys, I'm explaining what this is. It's called Player A, Player B. What's going to happen is I'm going to read you blindly stats from a season in the NBA from two different players. Uh, Maybe the same season, may not be the same season. Your mission is to choose which one of these players you would select if you were sitting on a playground and had to pick a guy first. Which one of these guys would you pick? After you've picked them, I will reveal to you who the players are. Does that make sense to you you guys? You good? We got it. All right. Let's start off player A. Um, This person played 82 games in the season I selected. Averaged 35 points per game. one One and a half blocks per game. Five and a half rebounds per game. He shot 54% from the field, 13% from three-point range, 5.9 assists per game, and was 84% from the free throw line. Player B played 79 games in the season I selected, averaged 30.1 points per game, 2.1 steals per game, 5.4 rebounds per game. He shot 90% from the free throw line, 50% from field goal range, uh, or from the floor, excuse me, and 45% from three. Wait, what was now, the percentage from three and what was the assist? For who? Which one? For player A the or B? The second one, yeah. For B? For uh, he, shot, he shot 45% from three and his assists were, I did not write down the assists. Throw your curveball there. Yeah, now, I, I, I think I'd know who it is <laughs> if I had the assist. But yeah, like, I know. Oh, <laughs> so, like, I, so I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I want to let you each have a question that you can ask about the players in, in, in particular. So, like, Rod could say, hey, for player A, it has to be a yes or no closed question. It has to be a question where you ask me specifically something that I have to say yes or no to. It can't be, is this person such and such. It has to be something like, did this player play in the 70s or did this player win a ring or, you know, something to that effect. But it has to be a question where I can answer yes or no. And you get to ask, you get to ask it for either player A or player B, not both. Oh, you can't ask it for both? Like, we can't ask if they're both point guards or anything nope. like that? You can ask if one of them is. You can ask if they both are. <laughs> well, let's start. Well, let's start with Rod first. You can ask a question. <laughs> I can ask my question. Okay. Yep. All right. For um, player B. Okay. Did he play after the year two thousand? Yes. Cool. That's all I need to know, then. <laughs> Aaron, you may ask a question, sir. I don't need to ask anything. I'm ready to shoot. Oh wow. Okay. Brandon. You may ask your question. Okay. Um, one question. Did I feel like Brandon's like writing this down. <laughs> like over <laughs> five assists. Did player B average you, more than five assists? Okay, you rephrase it so I have to say yes or no. Um maybe. I didn't write I didn't write down, so now I gotta go find it. So hold on. <laughs> so the question is what now? Did he the what was it again? Did he average over average five assists? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Yeah. 
Bob or what? No, wait. Ask your question again, because I think you're trying to trick me. <laughs> Ask your question one more time. <laughs> no, I, just, I, I feel like I'm being tricked here, and I'm the one that made the Bob game up. Did you? <laughs> Does he average five or more of this? Are they and they, and that's in there in NBA players, right? Yeah, this is these are NBA. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's are across WNBA. the whole. It's the okay. it's no. Right. It's across the entirety of the, the the creation of the NBA. So it could be somebody from the beginning. It could be somebody this season. Like you don't oh, okay. know. Right. Is that still your question? Okay. Assisting, or because you kind of peppered an extra like. one in there too. <laughs> I can't give you exact number on the sis, but I can answer yes or no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it over five? Five or over? Um, hold on, my computer's slow. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I want to confirm for you before I say that, because that might dis- might disrupt your uh, your decision on uh, who to pick. I'm going to say yes. And I will confirm that for you in about five seconds. Do any one of you want me to re reread the stats for the players, or you guys think you know who you want to pick? Yeah. For the yeah, reread re-read the stats you, one more time. Uh, the first okay. Guy. And to answer, to answer yeah. your question, uh, to answer your question, Brandon, the stats, uh, uh, the assists for player B. Yes. Okay. Cool. So again, uh, player A. 82, 82 games played, 35 points per game, 1.6 blocks per game, 5.5 rebounds per game, shot 54% from the floor season, 13% from three, 5.9 assists per game, and 84% free throw shooter. Player B, 79 games played that season, 30.1 points per game, 2.5 steals per game, 5.4 rebounds, shot 90% from the free throw line, percent from the floor and shot 45 percent from three-point range uh rod let's start with you who you want player a or player b player b (laughs) (laughs) you pick player b so rod has selected player b all right aaron who you got player a or player b b b all right aaron b player b and brandon who you got player a or player b Oh, player B without no. I was about to say he's been saying for like five minutes he was ready. <laughs> he's like, I know who I won't. I know no, who I won't. I'm like, oh, you broke up. I <laughs> like, think you're. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, you no, were like having absolutely. second thoughts or something. You were like so. <laughs> no, nah, he was over there. Then he just like had that dramatic pause. No. Like, no, that's, that's <laughs> an easy choice. <laughs> so he was running the analytics in his head. That's yeah. all. He no, was just running know. over the analytics. No, got like a calculator over there. No and like a little... on my team shooting 13%. Yeah, 13% is nasty, <laughs> man. Yeah, but that but 13%, though, they may be – that. Nah, that 13%, because he, he had blocks, so he might be a, uh, you know, nah, four, four or five. Yeah, neither, neither one of y'all was, asked, nah, what the, like, is it a certain nah, position or anything? I was waiting. Yeah. Nah, I could tell. Because I was waiting on the rebounds. If you're not giving me at least 10 rebounds, I don't care how tall you are as a big. I don't want you. <laughs> 13% from the three, you better be getting about 12 rebounds. In that, in that year, <laughs> in that particular year, yes, sir. Um, so do you got, okay, so all three of you pick player B. Do you want to know who player B is first or do you want to know who player A is first? I want to know player A. a. Yeah. Player A is Michael Jordan from 1987, 1988, and what many people consider the greatest season of a guard in history 
He was the league MVP, the defensive uh, player of the year. He won the all-star game MVP. He was the slam dunk champion. Uh, and all those stats that I uh, mentioned there, the 35 points per game, five and a half rebounds, shot over 50% from the floor. The 13% from three did kind of make me like look at it like five different times. Like, is that right? Is that a typo? Ooh. But this was 87-88. I mean, they were only shooting three or four three-pointers a game, like as a team, like back then. Uh, so, yeah. You guys left uh, 87, 88, peak of his powers, Michael Jordan on the bench. I'm, I'm very disappointed in all of you. Player Not B. peak of his powers. <laughs> this is like baby no, Jordan. Oh, no still, one, no one's done that before. Myself. No one's no, done I that before. Want, <laughs> I still wouldn't want him. I don't no want one, no guard on my team shooting 13% from nowhere. It was 87, 88. Like, nobody was nah, shooting threes man. back then. You if, wouldn't want I'm a guy that won. NBA. League MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year in the same season? Like, I don't know if anybody's even done that since. Brad Bill averaged 30 last year and wasn't even top 10 in MVP. You know, I saw a crazy stat today. I saw a crazy stat today right before we started doing this. Uh, I think it was 2003 or 2004, Tracy McGrady was leading the league in scoring at like 28 per game. This year, there's like 21 players that are averaging like close to the same amount per game. So it, it's just uh, the three-point right. shot or whatever right. has you can average has just got spread out. Yep. I mean, if you're just going to score or not play play D like uh, like MJ here. Uh, player B, by the way, was 2015-16 Steph Curry. 79 games played, 30 points per game. Yeah, I think 45%, yeah. 45% for three. Yeah, if I gave you the assist number right off, uh, people probably would be like, okay, 45% three, there's only like three people. Well, when you saw <laughs> that, probably. yeah, that's what I knew. I mean, Steph is not bad to have on your team. No, he, no, he, I'm all right. taking Steph that season <laughs> by those numbers. That's his, that was the unanimous uh, MVP season. You know, that was also the season they lost I, to the Cavs up 3 1 in the finals. So I'd uh, throw that out there. Yeah, I take NBA Steph over college Mike. This ain't yeah. college Mike, man. That was 87, 88. He's been out of college for four years. Oh, I thought you said, oh, <laughs> I'm, so, 30, I'm you're, thinking college you're Mike. Not, you're no. not averaging a 30, you're not this averaging was, a 30 ball in 2021. This was, this was Mars Blackman hair and bone wearing Mike. Like, this was, this was Mike with the Chicago and cursive written on his chest. Mike. Yeah, yeah, I think like, he, he was, he was cool, but there wasn't no championships rolling through there yet. No. Now, if you would have said like early nineties, so Mike, I would have went with that. I, well, I was well. I mean, looking at his stats, that year was the one year where you look at his stats and you're like, "How in the world?" Like this dude was dropping. He was averaging thirty five points per game in a league where they were clotheslining people, uh, fighting you, biting people. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't just waltz through the lane and do whatever you want to do like you can do right now. He had to fight for those points, and he was scoring thirty-five. Hey man, Steph easy. Curry, six foot one out there, averaging 40. forty. Hey, forty-five percent from three for a season is ridiculous. That's pretty much uh, just let him go out there and shoot twenty of them. He gonna hit ten, and, and <laughs> you know, like and what are you Steph gonna do? Steph is a regular dude, man. He didn't have no crazy athletic ability. He, he man, just a he's a normal dude. That's some handles, I, man. Yeah, I hear that. But if you look at Steph from Davidson and look Shoot, at his body now, he's he's kind of yeah, he's kind of built. He's built his body up to handle the NBA. Steph and Kyrie, though, I would say are tops right now. If I had to pick a, a point guard, like if I had to build a point guard and was choosing handles, I might lean towards Steph because Kyrie is more street ball like with his handles. Oh. Steph seems like textbook. Like if I could just shake somebody like Steph Steph got a nastiness to his dribble like I, I don't it's like 
kind of stiff, but not. It's hard to describe, but like, it's man, I watched Kyrie. I watched Kyrie. I watched Kyrie against the Clippers the other night, and I was just like, good night. was cooking the other night. Good God. Y'all think they? Y'all think they can make it to the NBA finals? One on one isolation. Yes. It's three guys playing ISO. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah. literally the Nets right now. It's three guys playing ISO, and they're taking turns each night on who's going to be the dude that gets the 20 shots. I mean, everybody's talking about their defense, but it's like you got to score 140 to beat them as well. Yeah, right? yeah. You're not, you're not going to outscore. They're gonna you're just not going to do it. Yeah. Game, I mean, they got to run across a team that's got, like, some serious post play, like the Lakers or – I mean, hell, we watched them play the Clippers the other night. I, I'm just not sold on the Clippers still. Like, I had, it was never I'm not sold, sold on the Clippers. I'm not sold on Paul George. Me either. We, he's giving us no reason to be. Like, he's just Paul George. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, until he does something, I'm not going to give him that those flowers for no reason. Like, he's got to show up in playoff time. But, no, nah, this is player A, player B. I want to throw it out there to see how it works. I'm still going to tinker with it a little bit, but that was fun. I didn't expect all three of you to pick Steph Curry. I thought one of you was going to pick Jordan. but It was at 3.2%. Yeah, I knew that 13% from three was going to throw everybody yeah. off. Like, but what, uh, also, what seven-foot dudes out here shooting threes? If, if you would have thrown... <laughs> like, no, if you would have thrown the, uh, the, the uh, defensive stats in there, it might have changed a little bit. Yeah, I thought, and I'll, and I'll think about that going to it to the next time, too. Um, let's take another quick break. When we come back, uh, a little bit more from the rundown. I've got uh, more to talk UNC and Duke, and who better to talk about them than David Glenn from the ACC Sports uh, Journal and ACCSports.com. He's coming up next. You'll listen to the rundown. You're listening to the rundown with Desmond Johnson. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am your host, Dustin Johnson. Rundown crew back in here. Aaron Gabriel, Brandon Blakeney, Hot Rod Thunderbird. Of course, we did not forget to talk about Super Bowl with these guys, although I know one of these guys is already, you know, thinking what's going to happen on Sunday, but I got to ask him anyway, what's going to happen on Sunday? Y'all know what time it is. We got, you know what time it is. we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> taking on the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa in their own house. Uh, first time ever that a team has hosted the Super Bowl. Of course, it happens to happen in a season where they can't really have fans in the Super Bowl, so uh, it's just the luck of the Buccaneers, I guess. But I, let, we've we've dissected this game every which way we can over the past two weeks. I've watched Talking Heads kind of run out of subjects to talk about. We talked last week about you know Brady and Mahomes, the GOAT conversation, all that good stuff. I, I did not know until really yesterday – and Aaron, I'll start with you because this has to do with Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is not going to have three of their five starting offensive linemen, including Eric Fisher, their starting left tackle and their starting right tackle. Uh, no team has won a Super Bowl starting backups at both tackle positions on the offensive line. Does that worry yeah. you at all as a Kansas City Chief fan that the line is a little disheveled? No, it doesn't because it's been disheveled all year. Like uh, they lost Coletio similarly early in the year. Uh, they lost uh, Mitchell Schwartz pretty early in the year. Uh, they lost Jeff Fisher for a stretch stretch of games. Um, not Jeff Fisher, but um, it's like Jeff Fisher. Yeah, not Jeff. Yeah, yeah no, they, they lost they lost fish for they lost fish for a couple of games already Eric, this year. Eric he, Fisher, Eric yeah, Fisher. Yeah, he had only been back for like two games, two or three games before he went down with his Achilles, yeah. unfortunately. Anyway, 
So they've been shuffling the offensive line already. So all these guys got experience playing. It's not like they're just going to throw them out there. And they hadn't played this year. All these guys have played this year. Um, and, and, and they're a physical, formidable group. So I don't really have much concern with it. And plus, Patrick Mahomes is very mobile. So not much concern at all. He is very mobile. Um, although I will say Tampa's pass rush is a hell of a lot better than it was the last time. When did you guys like week 12, week 11, something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City won in Kansas City fashion. Uh, that Was that a close game? It was, no, they pulled away towards the end, if I'm not mistaken. It wound up being close towards the end yeah, because Kansas City down pulled down. up. Because they, yeah, they were up like 20 in the first and, and okay. KC pulled up. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. So uh, it just both teams are different than they were the last time they saw each other. Matter of fact, both both teams are undefeated since the last time they saw each other. Uh, I almost look at this game as it's up to Tampa's defensive line to win it. Um, They have a really good pass rush up front with like Jason Pierre Paul and those boys. You don't think them dudes are licking their chops seeing a bunch of subs on the offensive line for Kansas City? Uh, yeah, San, San Francisco had a uh, had a good pass rush last year too. See what it, see what that got them second San, place. San Francisco lost that game themselves because they stopped running the ball. Like if they had kept running the ball in Kansas City, Kansas City would not be Super Bowl champions right now because mm, they could not yeah. stop the run game for San Francisco. If anybody remembers Super Bowl last year, the whole first half, San Francisco was just gashing Kansas City, and then they just stopped. They just stopped for no reason, and that's all you need. All you need is a door for Mahomes and them boys to walk through, and once they touch the end zone. It's like they get a taste of it, and they just they keep going to it. And I don't to this day I don't know why San Francisco stopped running the ball. It was like that jet sweep thing they were doing with Debo Samuel's back and forth, like to the left and to the right. Kansas City couldn't stop it. Yeah, you know, like they just literally could not stop it. They were going 15 yards, 18 yards, like every time. And I'm like, just do this the whole game, and you're going to win comfortably. And then they got suckered into doing this passing duel with Patrick Mahomes and. It's only a matter of time. If you're going to give Pat Mahomes all day to, to eventually connect with his people, he's going to connect with his people Just if you give him that. I don't know if Tampa is wired the same way as San Francisco is in terms of abandoning what's working. I think Bruce Arians would actually continue to run the ball, and I do think that's what Tampa's going to do. I think they're going to run the ball in Kansas City with Leonard Fournette and um, who's the other running back for Tampa Bay? Uh, Ronald Jones. They're going to just yeah. buy that two-headed horse, Jones, man. Yeah, uh, that's what yeah. I would do. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry tried that. Didn't work out for him. <laughs> Lamar Jackson teams, tried that, too. Didn't work out for him. Those teams are not Tampa. Like, I'm going to give Tampa more credit than those other teams because Tampa's kind of built like your team, man. Like, Tampa's sort of built like Kansas City. If you go through skill positions. Uh, Tampa's you, loaded. They're loaded, Tampa's man. Loaded, you can go man. tit for tat like Tampa and Kansas City in terms of like. I mean, at receiver, you could honestly yeah. say Tampa has the edge, to be real. Antonio Brown's supposed to be back for this game. I mean. Crick, they, Godwin, Crick, Godwin, Mike Evans, like that's. that's oh, a really man. You got, you got Gronk right at tight end on one side. You got Kelsey oh, on the other man. side. You know, you got Brady quarterback. At, like, who are you going to bet against, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? That's basically what this comes down to after all the analysis. After all the analysis and everything. (sighs) Yeah, and Dominic Sue on the defensive line, Jason Pierre-Paul. Like, they they got talent. I'll tell you what I'm looking at, uh, and it's something that I hadn't heard mentioned. I hadn't heard mentioned a lot, like you mentioned, with the talking heads uh, this week, and that is Chris Jones and Tom Brady. Um, They have a history. Like, every time they play, it gets chippy, you know, Hmm. uh, Chris Jones and Tom Brady, I don't think they like each other. 
And if they a do, of, there's a lot of people that don't it, like Tom Brady. It's, it's it's one of those uh it's one of those healthy competition type things because if you go back and look at the last matchup and even the matchup before where there were where Tom was still in New England, uh Chris and Tom always find each other during the game and have a a, a quick shouting match huh. at some point. So so I'm looking forward to that uh, to see Chris Jones. <laughs> Get in the backfield, and you know, I I hear you mentioned Tampa Bay's pass rush, but yeah. you know, people 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 fail to understand that that Pat has the ultimate pass rush nullifier, and that's the fact that he takes twenty step dropbacks. Yeah, he's just he gonna keep go dropping. He's just back. gonna keep dropping back. <laughs> he has he back pedals, back pedals, and then he's gonna cook you with that rocket arm of his, and then he's gonna be plays. looking around confused. He the dude is otherworldly. He, he extends plays better than anybody I think I might have ever seen. Uh, in terms of not just his feet, but his arm and looking down the field. Like he, he's gotten, this is something people haven't given Patrick Mahomes a lot of credit for that I've noticed this year. He's gotten really good at getting the ball out of his hands as soon as he gets it from the snap. Like it's no more, you know, waiting seven, eight seconds, waiting for a guy to get open or run a route. Like he knows where he's going. Like it, it almost feels like he's reading defenses faster, which is scary. Because he's hiking the ball and boom, it's out. And like he, yeah, does, those, he gets his playmakers in space, it's a wrap. I think those are those RPO plays that you're talking about, where he kind of he kind of uh, um, leans into the running back, and then he might pull it up and whip one to Tyree Kill over the middle, or whip one to Kelsey uh, sitting down in the zone. You know, he those those plays do happen really fast. Let me let me ask uh, our resident and it's uh, tough football to player. He could also hand that joint off too. Yeah, let me let me ask our resident uh, former football player Rob Funderburk here. If you were having to play defense against Pat Mahomes and the the Chiefs, what exactly would be the game plan? Like, would you want to rush at Mahomes and try to put pressure on him because he seems to thrive in pressure, or would you rather drop everybody back and just you know four man front and just try to get to him that way? but keep a lot of people in the backfield to, to to basically try to confuse them that way? Or does any of that matter? <laughs> like, what, what would you try to do? Well, I mean, stat-wise has shown once you uh, rush him, whether you blitz him or you put him under pressure, he's actually better when he has to move and he's under pressure in the pocket. Um, that's what the stats have shown. The stats have shown that if you drop back and you, pay co- you play coverage and you allow your upfront four uh, men to stay in their lanes – you know, you, that means playing disciplined football. That means just because he's running to the edge, if you're part, you know, one the the inside guard or the inside tackle, that doesn't mean that you run over and you suppress the defensive end and knock him out of his lane. That means you play defensive football, disciplined football, and the four up front guys stay in their lane, so you're almost corralling him. So if he runs, he's going to run right into one of the four up front guys. That's how I would play him. And um, I think this game is going to come down to defense with you mentioning that, you know, me personally, whenever we talk about championship games, I think about defense being the winner of a championship game. Nobody talks about defense. And one thing about defense is they're always underestimated. So I feel like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will cancel each other out because they're great NFL quarterbacks. They both could arguably be, you know, the goats of all what, but you know, when both of their careers are all said and done, we could be arguing about who's the goat between those two. So I think those two cancel each other out along with the weapons that they have, they cancel each other out. And I just feel like Tampa Bay might have a slight edge on the defense, you know, with Todd Bowles being a former head coach, he's now the defensive coordinator. Um, he's not a dummy. He's a smart guy. He also has a great assistant in Larry foot who has won a super bowl. Uh, Larry foot is the outside linebackers coach. 
I know you guys have had heard of Antoine Randall L. Of course, he's on the offensive side, but these guys have won Super Bowls and they have rings and they have experience in coaching. And I don't think that they're going to slip or make a mistake and they're going to crack in this particular game, especially being at home. They played all of their games on the road and the Super Bowl now is going to be at home. I just feel like Tampa Bay has a small advantage when it comes to the defense. And I think Todd Bowles is smart enough to play coverage and to uh, have his defensive linemen play disciplined football. So I, you know, I'm going to give that slight edge to Tampa Bay simply because Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and those two outstanding offenses will cancel one another out. So Rod's in for Tampa. Real quick before we get out of here, let's uh, get predictions from the other two. Uh, let's start off with you, uh, Brandon, because I kind of have an idea of where Aaron's going to go with his prediction. Uh, Brandon, what say you? Who you got winning this game? And give me a give me a score. Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, I think this is going to be a really good game. I I don't think I don't see Tampa losing this game at home. Like, if I had to put money on it, I would stay away from this game if I had to put money on it. But if I had to put money on it, I'd put my money on Tampa Bay. Um, the experience, uh, the pedigree. I know that this is a new team, but I just feel like they're so talented. Um, this is the offense that could actually keep up with Chiefs. And then defensively, like Rob said, they probably have the edge. The co- coaching staff is legit, and it's at home. They are in Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl. I just I, – I, I find that hard to see them lose in that game. Um, I think it'll be a pretty good high-scoring game. I'll say Tampa Bay takes it 33-28. to 28. Hmm. Okay. So, there's two for Tampa Bay. Aaron Gabriel, who are you picking to win Super Bowl 55, Kansas City or Tampa Bay? And, and give me a score. Y'all are disrespectful. Let me go ahead and say that first. Disrespectful. All year long, these dudes is defending the Super Bowl champions. They're taking everybody's best shot all year. First, it was supposed to be Deshaun Watson. Then it was supposed to be Lamar Jackson. Then out of nowhere, here comes uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, here comes uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, here comes Josh Allen. Josh Allen is, is going to unseat Patrick Mahomes in the AFC. The Buffalo Bills have just been lighting it up coming down the stretch. He had a good year. Coming coming down the stretch. Oh, I don't know who's going to be able to keep up with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, the running game with the Cleveland Browns. It's just going to give the Chiefs all kinds. Stop it. Stop it, okay? This is ridiculous. This is nonsense. Patrick LeVon Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in his generation. Tyreek Hill is the fastest man in pads, okay? Period. End of discussion. If Tom Bowles was such a defensive mastermind, he wouldn't try to play man coverage on him the first half of the first game and let him go for 200 in the first quarter, okay? So give me a break. These guys can't cover Tyreek Hill. They can't cover Travis Kelsey. And they doggone sure can't stop Patrick Mahomes from doing what Patrick Mahomes does. I give you Tom Bowles, and I'll raise you Andy Reid and his Hawaiian print Bahama shirts, okay? They're going to roll. There's no way that the Chiefs get held under 30 points, Brandon, which is ridiculous. I, yeah, I kind of scratched my points. face when you said that. Uh, I was like, give, give, me, give me the Chiefs 35 to 21, and the 21 will come in garbage time because the Chiefs are already going to wrap this thing up. Chiefs by a million. Okay, so you saying a blowout. <laughs> I said Chiefs by a million. Um, so I've gone back and forth on this the entire week because – on one hand, I'm like, 
my head is telling me pick Kansas City. They've won 24 of their past 27 games. I, I've seen enough to be convinced that they're pretty damn good. The, the, the odds are they're probably going to survive this. But th- I just keep coming back to the same point, and it's to to pick Kansas City means I'm not picking Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. And every time I do that, I get bit in the ass. Every single time. Like every time I think this dude is done, that he's not going to get it together, they don't have enough stuff around him, that the other team is better, whatever it might be, he comes out and does something like throw for 500 yards in the Super Bowl and, and you know, he didn't win that one, but he'll do something you didn't expect him to do. I I didn't even expect Brady to be here, to be honest. He's 43 years old. He really shouldn't even be here. But he's playing like he's 38 years old. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm, I'm trying to uh, – I'm still trying to figure this out while I'm on the mic live, and I'm trying to figure out what if, what Did he just throw – then you just throw three interceptions in the playoff game. We just go rinse over that. We just go. We just go breeze over that. He, he did. He him. did. Aaron, and that's out. why I picked the defense. And yep. the other reason that I picked Tampa Bay was it's still it's hard to beat a team twice in the NFL. And they're at home. Tampa is actually at home. Like they're mm-hmm. they're not in Tampa in another stadium playing. They're playing in their stadium. Like if the Panthers played at Bank of America Stadium in the Super Bowl, I don't care who they're playing. I'm gonna pick the Panthers to win the game. Because they're at home, but there's no fans. So it's like, how much of an advantage is it going to be? And plus, it was the Super Bowl. So it's not like it's going to be, you know, $40 Tampa Bay tickets in there. You're talking about $15,000 tickets in there. I mean, let's not go to the same people. Yeah, it's going to be one of the teams up in that stadium. Pick them. Pick the bus. Drive and Tom Terrific. Uh, the thing that's bothering me, but see, that's bothering me too because I, there's a part of me that can't pick the Bucks because Tom Brady's their quarterback. Because I've been on record for 20 years that I hate Tom Brady as much as I hate Duke, so I can't pick them. Because but you of the just, hate but them. you just picked Duke a few minutes ago. I know <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. It hurt so bad. And really, I did that because all oh, y'all picked Carolina. I really think Carolina's gonna win that game. But I, I don't know. I don't. I think I'm gonna go. If I didn't watch a single lick of Kansas City last year in the playoffs, I would just pick Tampa Bay. But after seeing them basically just let like spot teams points <laughs> and then like still win like in dominant fashion, I don't know if they got that same mojo for Sunday, but I'm going to go mm. Go ahead and pick Kansas City. It'll be two on two. Branded and myself I... with Tampa Bay and you and Aaron. No, no, don't pick Kansas City. Go ahead, pick Tampa Bay. Go ahead because I will feel great. Tackles too. They're missing the left and the right. Tackle. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Dez. Left tackle gone. Right tackle gone. Oh my the goodness! Gun. What are they going to do? Shaq Barrett and Dumba Young Barber got the virus, man. That's oh my goodness! That's what I'm saying, yeah, man. Almost had a COVID outbreak. Like, yeah, the deck is set. Tampa Bay's going to win, Dez. What am I saying, man? Just pick Tampa Bay, man. You know, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Kansas City. 38 to 35 on a last second field goal. Close game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a back and forth. I think uh, turnovers is going to determine it. And I think Brady might be good for a couple of those. Because um, I don't care what people say. People say his arm seems fine. No, it ain't. I've seen some stretches when Tom lets a ball out that's not Tom Brady ish. It's like a wobbling duck looking thing. That's age. That's 43. That's, that's going to pop up when he don't want it to pop up. And uh, I think a defensive player might win MVP from Kansas City. He's going to throw a pick. Maybe Honey Badger. He's going to throw a pick to Tyron Matthew, and he's going to throw a pick to LeJarrius Sneed. Book it. 
but I'm, I'm going Kansas City. I'm going to ride this magic that Aaron has spent a year and some change trying to convince me to jump on board with. I'm going to ride it, man. So Kansas City, 38, Tampa Bay, 35 on a last-second field goal. By, uh, what's the field goal kicker's name? Um, Harrison Bucker. Harrison Bucker, who Carolina Panther fans may remember, we drafted that dude in the seventh round and then cut him in training camp to hold mm-hmm. on to uh, the kicker that we ended up cutting last year. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, uh, Graham Gano. We 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 kept Graham Gano and we let Butner go. He went to Kansas City and he already has a ring. So there you go. Uh, this was this was an effort, man. <laughs> this was an effort trying to pick this, and I still don't feel comfortable about it. But we're gonna leave it at that. Tampa thirty-eight. No, excuse me, Kansas City thirty-eight. And uh, Tampa 35. That's it for the rundown this week. We'll recap some of this coming in next week. Uh, of course, we'll talk about the fallout from the Super Bowl. Uh, college basketball is a mess right now. We'll get into that a little bit next week as well. Uh, for myself, for Hot Rod Funderburk, Brandon Blakeney, Aaron Gabriel, you've been listening to the rundown. Stick around. The pit stop with James Wilson is next with special guest Randy Pettit. Uh, and it's 7.30 tonight, Dudley versus Smith, arch rivals live high school basketball is to try it. High school basketball game of the week on Tobacco Road Sports Radio.